0: Ladies and gentlemen, biatches of all ages, it's time to turn up your radios for the most entertaining and important podcast you've ever listened to in your entire life. No, I'm not talking about the Ralph Report. I'm talking about Bridget from the East Coast. I'm talking about Aaron from the West Coast. They are the Bicoastal coastal Ladies, the stage is yours. What do you got for us this week? Hi. Hello. How are you? It's been so long. I know, I know. Um, It's been, uh, as young people would say, a minute. Just a bit. Just a minute. Yeah, just, just a-, a minute. <sighs> yeah,
1: so sorry, everyone. Life got in the way this the past couple of weeks in so many different fucking ways. It's not even funny.
0: Well, work-wise, just just to start the list of things in the way, work-wise, we both work in an industry where the end of the fiscal year is very important. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're still in our 20, we're still
1: in 2021 at my job. I actually, after we're done recording today, I have to sign on and do some stuff, do some more reports so we can determine how much more, we're, how much longer we're going to stay in 2021. So as far as I'm concerned, New Year's hasn't
0: happened yet. Wow. Wow. Um, meanwhile, I drank a third of maybe a half a bottle of Jack on uh thursday uh, which for those of you listening would have been the day before new year's eve because i finished my fiscal year i got all my stuff wrapped up i had the 31st off and so i was so excited that i was done a day early and i i celebrated in a sort of ralph garman way at home
1: (laughs) good for you good for you I had a three day weekend as well. Thursday was my last day at work, but it's we're still I was answering emails over the weekend, forwarding shit on. My boss has been working furiously over the past few days. And um, like I said, I've got some stuff I need to do. We'll probably keep our books open another day or two while we get the last of the 2021 checks in the door but it's just, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. And it's like, I, I don't know about you, but like I was told when I was interviewed for my position that like, you don't get time off at this time of year. And so now when I interview people, I have to explain to them the last three months of the year, you may be able to take a day or two off, but you don't get to vacation. So like while everybody else is taking those week or two off during the Christmas holidays, I'm fucking slaving away at the computer and fucking miserable about it.
0: We, um, we are allowed to take time Mm -hmm. if our work is done, which means any of your, for us, like our January one, like renewals for Mm -hmm. larger clients. Um, some of our like high net worth or commercial accounts, um, and by some, I mean a large chunk of renew on mm-hmm. January 1st because it aligns with their business this right. fiscal year. And, um, it's, it's just a lot. And, uh, yeah. So we all chip in. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is we, we do get to, people are allowed to have time off. But then if someone does, the other people work way harder. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'd let me take off if the firm ever met their goal before December 31st. And hell, if I'm sure if the firm ever met their goal before December 31st, they'd give us all off paid, you know, just because it would be such a nice miracle. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's been a little stressful weekend working, late nights, stuff like that. So it, it it's a bitch and you don't really get to enjoy the holidays as much as some others do.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I was also busy because abby was faking her own death so so let's tell our listeners what's been going on with miss abby
1: because i don't think um, they've heard anything
0: no i just disappeared so um i where did i go oh i before Jesus. thanksgiving i think it's been a minute yeah so for me it was right after thanksgiving i went we haven't recorded since just before Thanksgiving, but uh, first week in December, I had an out-of-town um, theatrical thing I did. It was just like a improv show, and so I went out of town for that, and so I had put Abby in a... A boarding facility we'd used before, um, but as she gets older, her eyesight is getting worse. And last time she stayed there, she tried to climb out of the uh, fence. She tried to climb the fence. Mm, like nice. they caught her mid-escape trying to, <laughs> I guess, a la Homeward Bound, like, get out of there and come find me. Aww. Um, anyway, so... This time when I picked her up, her nails had been trimmed. We didn't really know what was going on. They didn't say anything about it. So I was like, maybe they were just being nice. And she was just, like, really appreciative to see me. And then over the next couple of days, she started having sort of, like, neurological kind of issues almost. Like, she was, like, she was stumbling around, like, what I imagine a drunk toddler would be like. Mm-hmm. and just kind of like couldn't sit down comfortably. And then one night when um, I actually had plans to go out, I've made two friends up here yay, um, that are like in-person friends and we were gonna go to a a bar trivia thing and I was getting ready and I sat down on the edge of the bed and she just like fell over the way like a a prop uh, or like a tree would just like fall, like Mm -hmm. it wouldn't try to catch itself. And it was pretty terrifying. And then she was even more out of it at that point. And so I, I called my plans off and I I was hysterical. And I took her to emergency uh like pet hospital the next morning and spent most of that day. That was we were supposed to record that day. Mm-hmm. And then I spent most of the day at the pet hospital or uh just taking care of her. And basically over the last month her health has improved. She does have Like a spinal injury and some like arthritic type remodeling and they're long-term issues, but the, uh, the swelling and the, um, compression that was happening to make her a little bit like, it's called disorientation, Mm -hmm. which by the way, is just a thing, but in the dog world, that's where, uh, kind of some sort of triggering event causes like the, the borderline neurological issues. And so... Anyway, she is getting a little better each day. We're limiting her jumping and stuff. And um, she's not on any meds or anything. Oh, hi. (laughs) She knew we were talking about her. Yeah, you want to come, Sue? I thought you can.
1: So when you started telling me about this, I didn't realize this started like right after the being in the border, the bordering situation. Do we think something happened there?
0: Yeah, so they think that, um, and by they, I mean her vet thinks that most likely she probably was trying to climb out again or something mm. and fell and that the swelling and the pain, because her back muscles were really tight mm-hmm. around where she already has the, the injury. Hi, baby. Come here. Okay. Aww. There you go. Um, So she... uh she probably had some like swelling or something and it, they think it was you know putting pressure on that mm-hmm. spinal cord so it's, we do have to kind of keep an eye on her we don't need to rush into like an mri or surgery or anything mm-hmm. but long term she could lose like some use of her back legs maybe or oh, so we just yeah. have to keep an eye on her but but yeah she's she's doing better huh oh that's so oh, good oh your mouth smells like garbage thank you <laughs>
1: Have you reached out to the company where you boarded her to see if anything happened that, or that they'll admit to?
0: Well, they told us last time that mm. she tried to climb out. So we think they don't know mm. um, because they would have told us there. It's a sweet uh, family run company. It's a mom and okay. um, or, or a mom and dad. And then they are two like adult sons and it's just the four of them. Mm. There's two homes on the property and they run the, dog facility and there it's a good place where they like take them out during the day and make sure they get like exercise and play time and and so if it was like a regular just like shithole kind of like kennel mm-hmm. place i'd have been like i'm gonna own you right I'm gonna sue you till you're dead <laughs> and um but they're just such nice people i don't think they know that she got hurt right and, and if I she think did th- it was an accident yeah so but so that's what that's that's what's been keeping me <laughs> super busy. Yes. Um, what about you besides uh, your fiscal year trauma?
1: Uh, well, luckily, um, nothing crazy going on as far as that is concerned. This uh, apparently all my friends were born around this time of year. It seems like, Ugh. you know, fucking Valentine's babies. Yeah. You know, you know what mommy and daddy was doing, getting busy doing. And so it was been a between Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff, a ton of birthday events to do birthday dinners, birthday lunches, going back and forth to Long Island, all of that. So that's been fun. And then a couple of weeks ago, I started having some tooth pain and I kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Because it also coincided when the weather started getting a little funky here. And I would take Cloward and it would relieve most of the tooth pain. So I know I need to go to the dentist. So finally, last week, I broke down and made an appointment. So tomorrow, I'm going to the dentist. And I anticipate needing at a bare minimum, a tooth pulled and or a root canal. At least on two different teeth, if not more. Fun. Yeah. So I have some ibuprofen uh, prescription strength left over from my foot that I have been taking for my teeth in addition to the Claritin because the basic Advil is not working. Though I did get through, like after I made the appointment on Tuesday, I said, I just need to get through the holidays. And I got through until yesterday morning. Yesterday was New Year's Day. Um, and I woke up yesterday in excruciating pain, which is when I found this other ibuprofen and I took some and I, you know, and it's nothing. I mean, it's, I don't know, 600 milligrams, maybe I don't know, whatever it's a prescription strength. It's no big deal, but even that's not helping at this point. So I will be at the dentist tomorrow afternoon, which my dentist is in the city. So I have, I'm going to work out of our city office, our downtown midtown office tomorrow and go to the dentist at lunchtime and pray he can do something with my teeth fun yeah super fun yeah so exciting so and it's Um, all on the same side of the mouth top and bottom I have rotten teeth I really do and I'm like I I just really sort of want them to pull them give me dentures and everybody's like oh who wants dentures you got to do implants now and I get it. Trust me. I, I think, you know, having a mouthful of implants is a lot better than having a mouthful of dentures. I just want them all gone. And like, I hear how painful it is to get fucking, you know, implants. That shit's supposed to be hurt. That shit's supposed to be painful. Ah, no thank you. And it's expensive. I don't even think my insurance will cover it in this dentist. I don't even think he can work his books to cover a mouthful of implants. But we'll see what happens tomorrow.
0: I, um, yeah, I... <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Um, I overbrushed my teeth when I was like younger. I got cavities, and I was like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> so how do I not have this scenario? Which then the answer was to try to brush my teeth as hard as possible. And so... I have very little dentin left mm-hmm. or no, the dentin is exposed. I have very little enamel mm-hmm. in some areas. I don't have enamel. It's literally just the like soft mushy end of my tooth yeah. uh, hanging out. So um, I, now I have to like, just carefully hold my sonic Sonicare toothbrush and like not move it mm-hmm. um, and let it just kind of do its own vibration thing and lots of water picks. But sometimes I'm like, man, just like rip them all out. But I really like to eat apples and, uh, yeah, it keeps me, uh, dealing with the weird weak teeth. I also have. Yeah. You know, my, uh, I
1: mean, I remember when I was a kid, I went to the dentist once and I had 20 cavities somewhere in the baby teeth, somewhere in the adult teeth. So it's just my, uh, you know, both sides of the family, the teeth are not very good. So this is, you know, this has been inevitable, you know, so my, this one side of the mouth, the, all the lower teeth. I mean, you could barely see white, it's all silver. So <laughs> it's just like, you know, and that's the thing is like, you know, one, a piece of work he was doing on the other side of the mouth a couple of years ago, he's just like, I've got nowhere else to drill. He's like, you've got all silver in your tooth. There's nowhere else to drill. You've got cavities, but there's nowhere else to drill. Only thing I could do is pull it all out. So I'm like, do whatever you need to do. I mean, my top four, I think it's the top four teeth, front teeth, are all root canals and caps. Plus the side root canals that I've had I just they gotta go.
0: I have uh yeah, I think I have like four crowns maybe, or I don't know. I have quite I have quite a few uh like on this side. Mm -hmm. I think there's like three in a row, and then back here there's one or two, and anyway. Yeah, yeah. I had my first
1: three done by the time I was sixteen. Nice.
0: Yeah. And then by the
1: time he was done, it was like my 16th birthday, because this was like old school days. This is the 80s. So it was like every two weeks for an appointment over this time period. And by the time it was done, it was like right around my birthday. And he's like, oh, how old are you going to be? How old are you turning? I was like, oh, 16. He's like, wait, you're only 16. I'm like, Ah. yeah, He's like, if I had known you were 16, we would have just pulled him and given you braces. And I'm like, uh, no, you wouldn't have. Because I remembered when he called to tell my mother that he was going to have to do root canals because they had to go to talk. Because I went to the dentist on my own. They, my mo- they just talked to my mother about the billing and stuff. And she turned to me. She's like, OK, we can do root canals or you can wear braces. I'm assuming you want root canals. I said, you damn right. I want root canals. So no way was I going to wear braces just so they could pull teeth. Oof. No, thank you.
0: I I had braces, but I had braces so that I have beautiful teeth. Mm. And for the listeners at home, I'm showing Bridget my. And they are beautiful teeth. Beautifully aligned teeth um, that are falling apart. Yeah. I mean, I
1: bet same dentist when I, I was there one day getting a cleaning and he had a new hygienist working for him. And the hygienist says to me, you know, how long did you wear braces for? I was like, I never wore braces. And he starts fighting with me saying, I'm lying. He's like, you had to have worn braces. I'm like, I never wore braces. Stop lying to me. You wore braces. How long did you wear braces for? I'm like, I never wore braces. And finally the dentist, this regular dentist who I knew very well at this point, because, you know, I was pretty much there every other week for my teenage years comes in. He's like, what's wrong? And I'm in the, de- the hygienist like, she's lying to me and she's insisting she never wore braces. You need to tell her she's got to stop lying to me. And the dentist looks at him and is like, she never wore braces and you need to stop. And the next time I was there, two weeks later, um, he was no longer there, the hygienist, and I never saw him again. So I'm pretty sure I got him fired. But like the thing was is, and not that anybody's going to see this, I had a dental file, because this is the old school days before the computers, like at least an inch, inch and a half thick with all the stuff. All they had to do was look through it and see that I never wore braces. So i was pissed
0: wow i'm sure would
1: you lie about that why would somebody lie about that uh i don't
0: know i don't know i had i mean they're not comfortable and um Mm -mm. but i will say um by the time i got them uh since we have that we have a bit of an age gap by the time i got mine it was like all the rage to like have the different colored like Mm. rubber bands and patterns and like so although i didn't love having them i did like the extra ability to accessorize when it was time for like valentine's day or christmas i did red white and green and Mm -hmm. so that that was all right it makes it a little bit more bearable i would guess yeah yeah although i do like having smooth teeth they're they're real sharp like If you think you bite your cheek as an adult ever when you're eating Mm -hmm. food, imagine, like, eating something or, like, smoothing your chapstick or lipstick with your lips and, like, all you're doing, it's like cheese grater against the, like, (laughs) metal hardware in your mouth. And then there's, and kissing, kissing, you can't kiss. To brace people, Ooh, that's not an open mouth situation. Mm -hmm. You don't want that. No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, so that's, that's, that sounds like a ton of fun. I'm so excited for you that you get to go to the dentist. Um, Yeah. So am I. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: So I know we let our listeners down by not being around lately, but have we heard from any of them recently?
0: Um, We do have a voicemail from a friend of the show, Todd, uh, AKA, uh brown santa aka uh yeah i don't know i forgot all our nicknames guys i'm new we, new new phone who dis
1: we tried starting the show earlier and i totally flubbed it because i could not remember what the fuck we were
0: supposed to be doing it was, <laughs> it was my favorite i almost want to leave it in but i'm gonna i will i when you guys hear this this will have been ended but we had like a whole false start and i did yes. have while we were gone i did have a bunch of people reaching out
1: and asking where we were and when we were going to record again and making sure we were still going to record
0: again so i want to thank everybody that was very nice uh people were really worried about us i had people reach out too and 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 people were worried about us like on a fundamental level too i feel like and i was like we didn't stop being like besties mm-hmm. like we're still in each other's like top 5 best friends right. like we're fine we're life just busy yeah and
1: they were like oh okay yeah i mean hey if you guys want to pay us to do this so we don't have to work we probably would be able to record at least once a week at that point i mean i am drinking from my jolliest fuck mug that yeah. i got for christmas from somebody I saw
0: that. yeah i well and you know what i put on my uh I was wearing my pin and my mom was like, who's that? And I was like, Lynn manuel Miranda. And she's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, I'm basically a TJIF waitress <laughs> and I like to put flair all over my denim jackets like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was late uh, heading to their house for New Year's Eve uh, because... I only have two friends up here and they're in theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had plans. Mm-hmm. So I spent New Jersey with my parents, which was fine. Mm-hmm. We just watched TV. And then by like 11, we were like, <sighs> I mean, I'm pretty tired. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to bed mm-hmm. and it was fine. And that's fine. Yeah. I, I've been up till 4am and stuff. Uh, so anyway, but long story short, too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We had, we had, we both had some thoughtful christmas things yes. that we shuttled across the the world and uh raul did you i think you got a christmas card from i raul. did get a
1: christmas card from him very nice very thoughtful i
0: got i got two christmas cards from him you got the bitches sent one too uh i don't uh no okay i didn't get no he sent one and omitted part of my address Mm -hmm. and then he sent it again Mm -hmm. but he put the original one inside the other one so i i got two cards in one package i i picked up and i was like why is this so thick (laughs) and then i was like oh there's two christmas cards in here so nice very nice um, yeah and then friend of the show uh eddie pence sent uh the pence family card over to me oh nice Um, which every year they feature colton in like a a famous movie last year's was my favorite it was die hard Mm -hmm. they had him crawling through like the vent Uh, (laughs) and and when i say they had him what i mean is any of these they just literally photoshop colton's head at like a junior high Mm -hmm. level onto his body and so this year it was uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And so the annoying little girl that talks about the angels mm-hmm. was in the picture. But then the other, uh, I think it's supposed to be the, I fucking hate that movie. But I think it was supposed to be Mary, is that his wife's name, was Stanley the dog. Mm-hmm. And Colton was uh, the, the guy. Jimmy Stewart. Thanks. How, yeah. I, I did. Go ahead did that play in high school and so after like 25 nights of that show as a stage manager and prop person i was like i fucking hate george bailey fuck him (laughs) (laughs) let him be poor and dead (laughs) anyway sorry go ahead
1: for the diehard post uh card i'm surprised he didn't have um colton as hans gruber falling off of the thing (laughs) because that would have been cute
0: it, yeah it's it's funny i it was yeah anyway we watched on christmas we watched uh love actually my dad mm-hmm. was like super into this but he was like we have to watch love actually first where alan reckman's character is kind of a dick <laughs> so then later when he's hans gruber and falls off the building you won't be upset you're like <laughs> he got what's coming to him because he hurt emma thompson mm-hmm. so good. we we did a double flick on christmas as well and that's we we did those with alan rickman did you happen to catch the harry potter 20th anniversary thing yet on hbo max no not yet um i it was kind of a whirlwind okay uh, well we'll discuss when you do okay yeah i want to i want to see it in fact i saw a little preview uh on uh, New Year's Eve, and I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, exactly." And I was like, "I didn't watch it yet." And my dad and my mom were like, "Cool." Yeah, no, we'll
1: we'll definitely watch it before. Uh, we'll definitely talk about it once you've watched it because yeah. it's definitely better than that Friends one that I actually had to turn off.
0: I watched the whole Friends. I I enjoyed it. Oh, okay.
1: I was a huge was a Friends fan, but I I had to turn it off. This one it was, was enjoyable, lot. so
0: all right well let's uh let's let's hear from our buddy todd let's see what he's been up to in the time off let me uh cue him up here Mm -hmm. hello ladies and happy new year i'm really excited to find out you guys are going to be recording tomorrow and i don't even remember if i sent you a message a while back when the last time you guys record but I'm glad to see you guys are coming back. I missed you, ladies, and can't wait to ring in. And, well, it's already rung in. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. But I can't wait to start off 2022 hopefully better. And hopefully everybody's safe and healthy and feeling better. And peak season's finally over. I survived. But now comes return season until mid-February. So, yeah, fun shit. But anyways, ladies, I love you both. Missed you both. Happy New Year to you. And this is Tallyman Todd. Out. See ya. Ah,
1: oh, Todd, we missed you too. I mean, he is just such a great guy, and I can't imagine what he went through with this season with the friggin' packages. Because I think everybody who didn't uh, order online before realized after last holidays how much better it is. So, oh my God, so I, I can imagine the insanity he's gone through over the past few weeks.
0: Yeah, it's um I, I I'm constantly amazed at how hard they work. I have some friends that work for FedEx as well and I'm like, you went how many places? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Um Yeah, so thanks for calling in, Todd. That was that was sweet of you. Um Todd, I believe I saw uh like a tally of All of the fucks and dicks for all of our shows from last year. Yes. Um, I don't remember. And I was like, holy shit, that's great. Um, But I didn't, yeah, I didn't jot down the numbers. Um, I will say sort of the elephant in the room and and the thing that uh, has been weighing on me and, and certainly the rest of the entire free living world of people. Is that uh Betty White passed away mm. um, a few weeks shy of her hundredth birthday, and um, so I've at some point when we uh get through with the count or the tally amounts, which I think Brid- uh, Bridget's feverishly looking for. I am, we uh, I have a couple sound clips and things um about her and um, of course i'm a little curious we're going to um the uh theatrical release of the betty white documentary for her 100th birthday which seems you know weird and there is some speculation she wasn't done filming her portions Mm. so um that will be interesting to see And uh, we also uh, lost Mike Nesmith during the time we were off, which I also took very hard because he is the only monkey I hadn't met yet. Uh, So now I didn't complete my whole set of meeting the monkeys. So. That sucks. Eh, I mean, I'll totally live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He won't. Hey, oh, too soon. Too soon. No one get mad at me because like, no one, I... I have like an original 19 like 66 metal monkeys lunchbox and a copy of the uh original publication of their book uh Who's Got the Button or Where's the Button or something and it's is awful but I have it and I love them. Oh, that's good. So I get to make jokes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. So Tallyman did give us the totals but he didn't give us the totals. So the last episode cuz we didn't get to announce it. Our last episode, which was episode 25, there were 10 dicks and 130 fucks. He then gave us a screenshot of his notes app that he uses that has all of his fucks and dicks in there. Um, but we didn't get a total total. So I think what I will do is I will put this together for next episode and we will have the totals. Cool
0: cool i like it yes speaking of things i like before we uh you know make everyone feel feelings for the loss of buddy white um did you see that pete davidson and miley cyrus had their own like new year's eve show this year i saw they had it i did not
1: watch it though i did watch a clip of her and her sister doing jolene so but i did not watch
0: any of it did you I watched about the first half hour or so before the. I mean, just so we're clear, I started drinking on New Year's Eve at like 11 in the morning. <laughs> I think I had my first uh, cocktail, mm-hmm. and then, and that I wasn't a mimosa, but it was something like fruity. I can't remember what I had. It was a breakfasty thing. And then, Pretty much and from that point on, I had however many hours worth of cocktails we had, mm-hmm. old fashions, and then we switched to, like, champagne closer to old people bedtime. Mm-hmm. So I was really sleepy, but they opened the show. Uh, they did, a like, a spoofy, uh, mm-hmm. re-lyricized version of Will Smith's Miami, because mm-hmm. the whole thing was done live in Miami, and uh honest to god it was pretty funny he uh, uh pete davidson did all the like will smith rapping bit mm-hmm. and milo cyrus did some like backup vocals and a little bit of the rapping mm-hmm. but she also did the i don't know if you're familiar with that song but there's the girl that goes bienvenidos a miami and so she did that Mm -hmm. and they had these just crazy colorful weird outfits on and i was like this couldn't be a more magical pairing they're like (laughs) the bizarre unicorns of their own like genders yes um and then there were a lot of people on that i was like i don't know who this is (laughs) and i'm old and i don't know uh there was one girl talking about, uh, singing about i can't think of her name again i had heard the first song and i was like oh i've heard this song and then the next thing, song came on and she was like clapping her ass cheeks and singing about twerking and i was like this oh, seems Jesus. off brand for my like 70 year old parents but they were just like we don't know who she is it's not awful but we don't know who she is so eventually we gave up. So then later I saw that uh, I saw some clips of it mm-hmm. and stuff, and and it continued to be pretty cute. So I don't think they'll get a show every year, but I was pleased to see that that Pete got a show. They even wrote in some jokes about Lauren Michael forcing them to say certain things <laughs> or like uh, in the in that opening number, so. right?
1: Yeah, I didn't see it, but I did. Um... I was scrolling through my news feed and I saw that they had a clip of uh, Miley and Noah doing um, Jolene. Uh, Jolene. So I was like, I'm going to watch it because I've heard her do Jolene. She did a thing a couple of years ago, those backyard sessions where she did it acoustically. And I remember when I, cause I despised her up until then and then I heard that I was like, she actually has a voice. If she took all that shit out from the background of the music that she does. So then of course I became annoyed. So I wanted to see what her and her sister did
0: and they did a great job of it. They really did. We, we differ on music there. Cause you like a lot of the like older classic sounds mm-hmm. and I do too, but I also have a, a real uh, obsession with just like the new current pop earwig mm-hmm. and, uh, man i i was not a huge miley fan mm-hmm. every once in a while there was a song that i was like i don't hate this i did think hannah montana was funny the couple of times i mm-hmm. saw it because they just made her out to be such a weird hick loser behind right. the scenes and um but then she came out with her like more uh most recent album mm-hmm. and i was like oh fuck, you can sing and like you wrote some pretty like deep music Mm -hmm. even if it just was collaboration like you wrote some cool tracks um so yeah i I went from being a hater to like i appreciate you and i kind of embrace your your female pete davidson-ness yeah you know and
1: it's funny one of the women who's done some songwriting for her is a woman named Jessie alexander and she is married to one of my country music crushes that I've discussed on the show many a time, John Randall, my almost missed hookup with celebrity. So, um, And I remember the first time that I saw that Jesse Alexander had written a song that Miley Cyrus sang, I was like, maybe I do need to pay attention to this girl, <laughs> I don't know. But, and I don't even remember which song it was, but, um, you know, gave her a little bit more credibility in my books. The fact that she was singing a Jesse Alexander song, though I'm still jealous that Jesse is married to John Randall and I'm not, but that's a whole other story.
0: Well, and Dolly Parton's her godmother. Yes, that is you true. You can't be trash if Dolly Parton's your godmother. You can't. I don't think she'd let you. No. No, 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 no. Did you see the tweets? Because
1: after Betty White passed, everybody was tweeting about how, like, they need to put, like, armed guards
0: around Dolly <laughs> and do everything they can to keep her safe, so. I mean, Dolly is only a year or two older than my mom, mm-hmm. so I feel like she's got some time left, because right. we're not anywhere in our 90s yet, but, like, yeah. I. She actually, Dolly put out one of the more touching mm-hmm. remembrances of betty white and i didn't pull that for today's show so it's a good thing i mentioned it because that makes the most sense is to say things i don't have right um of (laughs) course it does it was just such a like a thoughtful kind thing that she had said it was something about how um how much she meant everyone and stuff it was it was nice it was really very
1: nice um while watching the news last night, I learned of Betty White's passing. Betty will live forever not only in the words in this world but the world hereafter. I will always love her as will as we all will.
0: Yeah. Well, do you want me to uh do you want me to get into my small chunk of things I Yes, please. I want to hear cuz you know, when you see these
1: uh these classic comedians, it is always wonderful to see their old clips and hear these old clips they always make me feel good. They remember, it helps me remember the good old days. And just, you know, sometimes you hear something maybe haven't heard or you forgot
0: about. So yes, please. I do want to say that um, sweet, sweet, sweet Betty uh, is truly uh, an icon and an inspiration to me, not just because she was hysterical and she was a pioneer in women's television or time pioneer in television period mm. male or female she she used to she broadcast for like in the entire day like i mean yeah. she, they would be like okay cool you have like eight hours to fill <laughs> so you guys just figure that out we love you bye and it was live and they just had to figure it out but um in a, in addition to that uh she has a mouth that would rival ours mm. either of ours and then her passion for animals mm-hmm. uh, perhaps might be the only person I know that exceeds my passion for animals. You mm-hmm. touch on like the Mary Tyler Moore days and stuff like that. Oh my God. Sue Ann Niven oh. is one of my like, mo- she's just, God. And she she's was always sad. one of my favorite guests when,
1: uh, on the Craig Ferguson show when he was doing his late night show. I, she
0: was one of the best ones on Match Game. Yeah.
1: yeah. She knew how to, she knew how to play the silence. She knew, she knew ex- she had her timing down. She knew it. True, true. Yeah. Great.
0: One, Um. one of the tweets I saw and I, I, I'm going to brutalize this, but it was someone I don't know very well. And they said that uh, Betty White had the perfect timing till the end. She was mm-hmm. the only person that could die at 99 and still leave the crowd wanting more. Yes yes and it, I saw that totally true mm-hmm. um Seth Myers.
1: oh I didn't see what he wrote
0: <laughs> Seth Myers said that she got she was the only guest he had ever seen get a standing ovation at the after party mm. and that she ordered a hot dog and a vodka <laughs> and she stayed till the bitter end of the after party yeah yeah and that's just I hope you're cuddling all the puppies in heaven Mm-hmm. And all the bears and otters and penguins. She loved oh. penguins, and just eating a hot dog and drinking a big glass of cold vodka. I that's my hope.
1: Yeah, there was this cute little cartoon I saw today, and you know she's standing at the pearly gates, surrounded by the animals. And then there's like you know the the, the corner sign, and one way said "Mary Tyler Moore reunion," and the other way said "The Golden Girls reunion."
0: Yeah. He was touching. Uh, I think Raul did Raul send us that. I feel like maybe Raul sent me. maybe he did. Yeah.
1: I lose track because oh. I'm fucking old.
0: Well, R.I.P. Betty White.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Hi. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It is crazy.
0: It's pretty wild. Well, um, do you have anything else to say? I we're kind of light on content because this is our first show back, so we just wanted to catch up for you guys and. And then I forced Bridget to have a Betty White Memorial. So.
1: <laughs> and it's okay. Cause we get, we had to get rolling again. So it was good. Yeah. It was more of a catch up and just saying hello to each other and saying hello to everybody else and welcome you to the new year. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's call it. Yeah. So, but like, we need your help people. So call in, email us, hit us up. Give us some suggestions that you want us to cover in our own unique kind of way, because we obviously didn't talk about period shits today. Because I, I think that's a little disrespectful when you're talking about Bet- about Betty White's passing.
0: I mean, it's it's probably, but she probably would have talked about period shits with us. Probably would have that foul mouthed, <laughs> lovely little woman. <laughs> Absolutely. So with
1: that. If you want to hit us up, you can find us on Twitter at BicoastalBiotc1, which is just, it's just easier. To search BicoastalBiotches. There is the Facebook group for BicoastalBiotches. Um, Instagram, we are BicoastalBiotches. Gmail, bicoastalbiaches at gmail.com. How else can they hit us up? they leave a voicemail how do they leave a voicemail? yeah
0: you can leave a voicemail and anchor you can leave up to a one minute voicemail or if uh you are one of our more verbose listeners and you think it's gonna be more than a minute then you can send us a voice message via email as well just record something send it over that way i can upload the file or you can reach out to us on social media i am at t-o-a-o turtle that is the one and only turtle thank you aol for making screen names so weird and <laughs> what about you i am bridget fa at g
1: at um twitter.com or whatever the hell it is on twitter or facebook what no twitter and gmail <laughs> instagram we're definitely out of practice, aren't we? We got to get our, 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 our feet wet again.
0: Yeah. We're going to we're gonna try harder. And yep. So we'll
1: keep talking if you'll keep listening. Bye. Bye. Here they are, just two bikers of girls. Living life in a podcaster world. When things really suck. When things get really tough. They don't get.